Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you have, if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. People change their names. You could email me from a phony number. I don't really care who you are, really, honestly. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have a true naughty story that you want to call in and talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. On my website, there's links to everything, including my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You could go there, subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because I get to talk to people. That's the place where people could comment and then I could comment back. It's totally fair. And I love commenting about the episodes. You could comment now on Spotify. People are able to comment on the episodes, which is super fun. I love hearing from my listeners. If you love my show and you listen, make sure to subscribe on any podcast app that you're on. And if you're on Spotify or iTunes, give me a five-star review. That kind of shit really helps the show. Now, if you just have a naughty confession that you want to leave on my confessions hotline, you could do that. And if you do that, your confession could wind up on an episode. All of the confessions remain anonymous. I change everyone's voices. If you leave your real name on there, I take it out. If you say a phone number, that's taken out too. Don't worry about it. But I do now every Thursday air a naughty confessions episode where I air the confession and then I give my critique that's what this episode is. It's the Naughty Confessions episode. If you want to take part in that, call my confessions hotline. Make sure you talk slowly, clearly. Don't call from a headset. Just put the phone to your ear old school style and call that way. That's probably the best way to get a good connection so I can actually hear what you're saying. You get four minutes to leave a message if you want to talk some more. Just call back. I edit them together. The number is 347 420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24 
seven. Those confessions are also aired on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon is a really great place to go and join and take part in my Discord community going on over there. Besides getting to be a part of my Discord community, there's over 2,000 people on there and everyone's getting super naughty. You get access to that on my Patreon. You also see anonymous pics of all of my guests, like every single female guest that's been on my show. You could see, you could put a body to the... (laughs) to the episode it's there all those pictures are over my patreon you get early and ad free episodes you get q and a's and like i said you get access to my discord channel where people are getting super naughty and having fun there's over two thousand people already signed up there so sign up now it's only five dollars a month and you could cancel at any time it's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast now if patreon did something stupid recently and offered like some sort of membership tier that's free there's nothing free on patreon what's free on my show is all of my podcast episodes every podcast episode i make is for free but if you go over to patreon you are going to be paying the lowest tiers five dollars but you get a lot for your five bucks you get access to everything that i've ever posted i've been doing my patreon for years so you know you don't just get what i posted this week you get all of the back content so there's so much stuff over there that you could get access to so today i have a messy i fucking love this conversation i feel it might be a little controversial people might really go against me or not believe what i said or what the the conclusions i came to and some people will and it's it's definitely interesting missy dm'd me on instagram and was like oh my boyfriend can never really ejaculate he says it feels good but he can't really orgasm he used to have a getting it up problem but now he can get it up but it's just never coming and for her it really bothers her so she wanted to call in and talk about that but through talking about that we did find out that he's a real fucking drinker she doesn't think it's an issue his drinking i do you're gonna have to listen to the details of that it turns out to be a lot of talk about that towards the end in the beginning we talk all about their sex life she's like very into sex she recently came into her own she's into all kinds of different kinks and role-playing stuff she learned how to squirt she talks about all that kind of good stuff in the beginning as well as the issues she has with her guy but they it's not like she doesn't have good sex with him she enjoys the sex it's just that she is upset that she never gets the cum from him (laughs) and she talks about that he can though come when they have anal sex and she talks about that too so we talk all about the sex and all that kind of good stuff in the beginning and his issues and then I'm trying to analyze this guy and figure out where in lies this problem right why can't he ejaculate he used to have a getting it up problem but that went away which is good so we go back a little bit in his history and then it comes out this whole drinking thing and oh my god after that it becomes to me a very entertaining episode about something totally different but interesting and I wonder what everyone's going to say when they hear the facts about that part of his life I wonder if people are going to think what I thought or they're going to think what she thought Uh, I wonder if anyone has any kind of advice for his issue with not being able to ejaculate his delayed orgasms that have been plaguing him forever I love to get feedback on that I'm hoping people talk about that I think people are going to be talking a lot about this podcast episode in all different kinds of ways I do hope though like I said that there is some advice for her but let me know your thoughts you could do that over on YouTube she did send me in hot pics they're over on my Patreon you could see her over there anonymously she's great I'm so glad she called in with this kind of issue because it's super interesting it turned into a super interesting episode you're gonna enjoy it i promise so anyway i'm gonna be right back on with missy this is the strictly anonymous podcast 
Uh, hi, Missy. Hi, Missy. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm so good. How are you, Kathy? Good. So listen, Missy, you were in a little bit of a dilemma. I think you DM'd me on Instagram just looking for advice, but I don't really like to give advice. I like to talk to people. I don't like to write shit out. But your, your issue that you're having does have to do with sex. And you were like, before I started taping, you were like, but listen, I know what we're talking about isn't that hardcore, but I'm like a really nasty bitch and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, don't worry. <laughs> you can talk Pretty all much. about how nasty you are. <laughs> I'm sure that will eventually come up in the conversation, but let's discuss the issue you have. I'm going to tell the short story, the one sentence title of what your issue is, and then you're going to go into detail. I mean, you got this boyfriend, you fuck him all the time, and for some reason, he has a real problem coming. He says it feels good, so maybe he's having orgasms, but he's not ejaculating. But he does ejaculate when you have anal sex with him, so you're a little bit confused. (laughs) Is that the whole story? Yeah. Pretty much. In a nutshell, yeah. <laughs> okay. First of all, how long have you so, been dating your guy and how old are you guys? So we've been dating just over three years and we're in our early, I'm in my early 40s. He's in his late 40s. Okay. So, but so you've been dating for a long time and this has been since the get go or has it changed over time? No. So it's gotten better. When we first started dating, he was very open because I told him that I was more sexually experienced. I've had a lot of partners where he's only had two. And he was really clear in the get-go that he has performance issues. Now, when we first tried to have sex, he couldn't get it up. Mm-hmm. And for for sure, listening to your to your show and just talking to my girlfriends, Obviously, it's normal. There's performance anxiety and trying to to be all you can be. And that kind of, after a few tries, it did work and we had no problem. And the sex is like off the hook. It's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. But the coming just doesn't happen. Granted, he has come, but it's been like we have to have sex, I don't know, 10 times in a day and then it does, but it's very, I can count how many times he's come in the three years that we've dated. It's crazy. It's, he masturbates constantly. It takes him 30 minutes to an hour to masturbate. For me, I figure I'm like, that's a long time to masturbate, get yourself off. But he says it's normal. So I think listening to your show and listening to the people and the experiences, I was like, I have to talk to Kathy. I need to get her (laughs) advice on this. This can't just be me. Like, I know I get that it's normal that sometimes it doesn't always happen. I know with us girls, we can have sex and we can enjoy it. And sometimes we don't orgasm. But for guys, it's like you you expect it. You want to see the come. You want to see it. It's an accomplishment. So when you don't see it, you're like, well, what the fuck? What am I doing wrong? And I think a lot of it is bad because I do put a lot or especially in the beginning of our relationship, I put a lot of pressure, like, what the fuck? Why aren't you coming? Like in like blowjobs, I've never given head and not got and not had him come before. Like this to me is Yeah, when do you know how to start? When do you know how to stop? <laughs> when do you know it's over? He exactly he always pushes my my head up and when he's done it's like he does it he lets me go down on him for I don't know like five minutes and then when he's I guess he's done and then we start fucking but he never comes with a blowjob which it's crazy to me it's for me I feel like I'm a failure because it's the first guy I've blown would not come same thing with sex I'm like okay but the sex is fucking good and like 
me, I can go over and over and over again. I'm like a little energized bunny, but, and I, I applaud him that he can keep on going. We have sex, we stop, we shower, we'd start again, but there's no come. Me, I've had my first orgasm with, with him. Oh, really? So wait, so you weren't always the Energizer Bunny. I mean, you had performance I, issues up until you're 40? Yeah, I've always, because the thing with me, like, going back in my history, like, I've always been more of the giver than the receiver. I always was under the, not the impression, but I guess I was misled in my, like, twisted mind that I have to please a man and, like, me comes last. So I would always be the girl that was, like, do, 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 and never, I'm not supposed to feel anything. Forget or take, yeah. Exactly. When I was a teenager, I had an abnormal, I don't know how to say it, but in English, but it's like I had a vagina obstruction, so Mm -hmm. I couldn't have sex. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So like my, my mom wanted me to have the surgery when I was 16, because as a woman, she just, you got to have the surgery. My father looked at it as like a chastity belt. No, (laughs) she's not having the surgery. (laughs) This is going to protect her from having sex. Oh my God. In essence, I was like kind of forbidden to have sex, sort of speak naturally until I was 18. So what did I do? I retaliated and I started giving head. I became like the queen of blowjobs. Nobody wow. in my in my high school gave blowjobs. So I always had that like mentality of, okay, well, I can't get, so I'm just going to give, give, give. So I just became the giver (laughs) so I didn't know that girls are supposed to enjoy it and girls are supposed to take control and feel amazing and feel all tingly in their body and have this sense of like ecstasy I didn't feel that and I honestly only started feeling it with my current boyfriend Valentine's Day is fast approaching so whether you're partnered up or single or married for a long time why not learn something new you can use in the bedroom and surprise your partner with the best oral sex they've ever had and you want to know where you're going to find out how to give the best oral sex on beducated.com beducated is like the Netflix of sex education they have over a hundred courses to choose from they literally have something for everyone. They have courses on anal sex and pegging and erotic massage and oral sex courses for both men and women. And let me tell you the best thing about Beducated. You learn from videos that feature real live people giving head so you could see exactly how it's done. So want to give your partner great head this Valentine's Day? Then go get Beducated. Sign up for Beducated right now by clicking on the link in the description and using my code anonymous to get 50% off your yearly pass. Plus, you're going to get to try all the Beducated courses for free for one full day. That's 24 hours of free access. Just go to the description, click on the link and use my code anonymous to get 50% off your yearly pass plus 24 hours of free access. They also have a 14 day money back guarantee. So you literally have nothing to lose. Just go to the description, click on the link and use my code anonymous. And ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. How long in? Honestly, no joke. I would say like the maybe the third time we had sex, I was just like, there's something different. It's- what was different? He wasn't taking from you. He couldn't take from you. You couldn't be the giver anymore. He had. He was like, I'm not interested. So you had to become the fucking That's taker. It. What a gift he was to you. He changed your life. He flipped the switch. Now you got to help him uh, pay it forward. On it, and it's crazy because my boyfriend before him, he was a big sex playboy guy, like mm-hmm. really high, have a lot of experience. And him, he would, obviously I can't org, I never orgasm. So he was like, this is ridiculous. I'm sending you to a sexologist. So I went to see a sexologist. She changed my life in the sense where she taught me how to, I don't want to say believe in myself, but mm-hmm. accept the woman that I am and to like, just let go. So with him, my ex, I, for the first time, I, Remember, I never orgasm like a vagina, like a normal orgasm. I squirted, which when I first squirted, I was like, what the fuck? I'm peeing on the bed. Any woman that squirts for the first time and they don't know, they're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But it was the most crazy feeling that I've ever experienced. And like when you learn to like enjoy it and to accept it. And then it's like you, it's like a, you're, you're feeding off of it. It's like you can't stop. And it like just entunes you and everything, all your, your senses become in light and like everything is sensitive and it's just, it was intense. You know what I mean? So all these things rolled into one made me just have a drive for sex even more. And like, I just, it's crazy. Like I, I meet this guy who I'm like, I felt really hard in love with. And I'm like, hey, he can't come. Like, oh. it's the only thing. So, but when I told him that I was able to squirt, again, the, this shy guy who's not very sexually experienced was like thrown and was very curious. I would send him videos, porn, and show like how to make a girl squirt because I don't know. I can't, I don't know how to teach somebody to make me squirt. It's just where you don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I never was able to do, I can't do it. With penetration, it's only with the fingers, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't know how to explain it to him. But one day we were in his kitchen doing the dishes. He started making out. He pulled my pants down. I was like squat. I was in like a squat uh, position and right there on his (laughs) kitchen floor, he made me squirt and it was intense. And ever since then, like our sex went from, let's say five to five, it's like, intense like we once we get into it we're like dogs we just we're dirty we're raw we're just like I have a lot of kinks that I love so I try and get him to not to do it but to kind of let loose he says that I'm his like little porn star because he's not used to being like choking me or being (laughs) a little bit more rough I don't like soft sex come on fuck me hard that's and it's funny because I hear 
I thought it was like crazy. But when I listen to your show and I hear some of the women, I'm like, yes, this is okay. I'm not the only one. We're all crazy and we know what we want. But yeah, so I think I want to say maybe a month ago, maybe a little bit more. I said, okay, fuck this. We got to change something. And I've been listening to your show mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Like I wanted to work. We're starting to talk about role playing. We are going to do that to try and maybe spice it up. But that's when we introduced anal. Like I had anal once and it was a bad experience. And I said to myself, I'll never have anal again. It's done. But then with him, I'm like, no, let's maybe I got to try it. I have love for him. It's the best sex that I've had. Let's try it. And no joke, Kathy, he put it in and within two minutes he came. So we're both like, what the fuck? So, but see, and now he's addicted to my ass. So like, I like, I like the feeling, but I'm not in love with it. Again, a lot of your listeners that call in, they love it. I get it. I get the fun of it. I get the enjoyment. But for me, it's not something I want to do all the time. And now it's like something that's always in our mix. So it's- <laughs> Oh my God, your poor ass. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, seriously, my poor, I have a nice <laughs> ass, but come on. But yeah, so that's, that's the gist of it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's hard to find a medium and to accept and not to make him feel like he's not, he's doing something wrong or because he's not, I know it's natural. What, anal sex? What do you mean? What's what's wrong? Not wrong. No, like the whole not coming. Well, okay, let me ask you some questions real quick. For him, does he have any kids? Yeah, he has two kids. He has two kids. Okay, have you had conversations with him? Like, what what's his history with this issue that he has? Or maybe it's not an issue. I don't know. So his he told me mm-hmm. that he's always had, like, anxi- like, performance anxiety in the sense where, like, to be, like, all he can be kind of thing. But he says it really started when him and his, the baby mama separated, he started drinking, he started smoking more. And that's when he started to develop more of the performance issues. He says the getting hard and staying hard issue has always been an issue with him. Yeah. That's the performance issue. I don't know that the comment, like the ejaculation is the performance issue. I don't know. But so when did he say it started? So when they broke up after they separated that he says, that's really when it's, he started to see the, that he was having issues like ejaculating, like coming and stuff like that. And plus the thing for me is when he comes, when he masturbates on his own, it takes him a long time. Like it's even with himself. Yeah, that's interesting. Even with himself, it takes him an hour almost sometimes, which I think, I mean, I'm not a doctor or an expert here, but it seems a little long, but. Well, that's my second question. Has he ever seen a doctor about it? I have a lot of questions in my head. Has he ever? It's funny, Kathy. No, because I've asked him, I go, you should see a doctor or even see a sexologist. My sexologist is amazing. But he's, no, it's not a problem. He goes, I do. It just sometimes takes a long time. And No, you said most of the time he doesn't. He never does, it sounds like, except when he fucks you in the ass. <laughs> when he fucks me in the ass? The, he fucked, um, the first time he came was actually, again, I, one of my kinks is being blindfolded. Mm-hmm. And so we blindfolded each other. And then he came in that, at that moment. So... That's when I thought, I'm like, oh, okay, this is because maybe it's all in his head and like visual. So now that he's, so we tried again, but it didn't work. You know what I mean? 
it we had public sex i thought okay this the 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 thought of getting caught sometimes really spices it up and makes people really oh shit we're gonna get caught yeah where were you guys we were driving on a highway and we like like country road kind of a busy highway we in his truck and then we were really horny and then he's let's do something and then I'm like, what are you, what are you thinking? And then we pulled off the side of the highway, like in the ditch. He pulled me outside in the back of his truck, pulled down like the, the flap of his truck, pulled, sat me on his truck and fucked me there. Okay. Really hot. Yeah. But I, I thought, okay, this is going to come. Nope. But he got hard and he, now he does get hard and stays hard, right? That's not an issue. Yeah. It, he stays hard as long as we don't, talk or joke around <laughs> I love I know it sounds bad no 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 I talk sometimes in the middle yeah and then you just say I don't know if, especially when you're more comfortable with somebody yeah well that's it but no but Kathy okay you can say I like dirty talk yeah you fucking I yeah. like you like you fucking slut call me that but then sometimes he'll be like oh what are we gonna eat for supper oh he says that he does that not you yeah, he said something like random, like nothing to do about sex or something sexy. And then boom, he loses his heart on. So but the thing is, is I give him credit with his age and knowing his history. He still gets hard quite quickly. I jerk him off a little bit, give him a little bit of head and then it gets hard again. But it's like, how many times can you do it when not come? This is the thing. But let me ask you, I have another question. Let me just get all this yeah. information, then you could just keep going. I love how much you talk. Does does he, <laughs> because listen, I didn't realize this, okay, but this is a true, that men could have orgasms without ejaculating. The two typically happen at the same time, but they don't have to happen at the same time. There can be an actual orgasm without ejaculation. They are two different things. I found that out, heard that it blew my mind, but it's a true fucking story. What I want to know is, does he tell you I'm having an orgasm and he's just not coming? Or is he not getting, is he not even having an orgasm either? He's not even having an orgasm okay. at all. Like he's not, he's, he says like he enjoys it. Like he always tells me it's fucking amazing. Wow. Oh my God. But he never is like, when he comes, he's, oh my God, I'm coming, I'm coming, whatever. But he doesn't actually do that Same and not ejaculate not. no so he only no. says he, he only comes when he does ejaculate that's the only time he, exactly. you know he's actually coming and 95 percent of the time he is not coming through your sex even though you guys are having great sex and you're coming and you're squirting and all that stuff it's and he's hard oh yeah it's never completing for him it's never come to completion it's never a complete and that for me as a woman and i'm sure like you you can relate with even yourself and with your listeners that call in as a woman i feel like i'm not like, as I said before, we can fake it. I've taken, I faked it a lot in the past. Oh, you okay, obviously did. Lot. You didn't have an orgasm until this yeah. guy. You exactly. faked it your whole life. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah. us, we can fake it. There's no, they can't really tell, but we can tell that they, they didn't come. So me, I'm like, Hey, what the fuck? What am I doing wrong? Like it, it's, and it shouldn't be about me. It shouldn't be, it's not about me. And I have to get it. Like I've come to the terms to accept it but yeah. it's still hard and it's still something that hangs over our relationship when it talks about sex because it's like I just don't understand like it, it's just hard like when I you know when I had when I broke up with my ex and I was going in the depression all my friends are like 
you need to do the opposite of what you normally do and have long-term relationships. You need to just go and fuck, like bang the shit out of, of men. <laughs> so for a year, this is what I did. Yeah. I, the, the Missy in me, the tiger in me became alive. And it's true what they say when you reach like, after your mid thirties, I find women like get into this like sex charge. Oh yeah. It's hormones. No, it's all hormones. It's like your last hurrah. It's a real physical thing that happens. That's why a lot of 40 year olds are banging 20 year olds. It's a perfect match. 40 year old women with a 20. When I was 40, I was banging a 25 year old from the gym. It was like perfect because like your sex drive goes like off the charts, like as a woman, like it, it for sure. But see, the thing that, and this is what, and maybe it's my fault that I brought it up to him so many times, but like these random people that I would have sex with, at least three guys in a week I would fuck. These guys would, <laughs> I, I would never met ever. And they they come in in five minutes. So it's, I can make these guys come, but <laughs> you who were both madly in love with each other. So I know it's a play on it. I know it hurts him too mentally because he constantly is hearing it from me as well. But I know him, too, as a guy. I know he wants to be able to give that to me as well, too. Like, when he does come, it's like I take that shit in my mouth and I enjoy it. But it's, it is what it is. I try to be as nasty as I can because I find the more nasty I am, it turns him on more. So I do whatever it takes, but nothing seems to work. Something that works really well that he really loves and I love doing and he's never had it before is I'll be, let's say we're having sex, then I'll just grab his dick and then start giving the head and then put it back in my pussy and then go at it. And this to him, it boggles his brain. Like he's, what are you doing? This is like only porn stars do this. But like for me, I find it so hot and nasty and I love it. You know what I mean? But I, I see that he's getting aroused. Like I see how he's enjoying it. You know what I mean? So it's just not that finisher you know, the reward. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. How many times a week or a month or a year do you actually talk about these issues with him? Is it a weekly thing? Is it a daily thing? Is it a yearly thing? Every other day, I would say. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. First of all, okay, I'm going to tell you a little story. And, you know, anyone that's going to tell me to stop talking on my own show, they could fuck off because this is a conversation. I'm going to tell you a story, okay, uh, that... um, and it's a little bit like yours, but it, you know, it was just the getting it up problem. I had a guy who had a getting it up problem. He had all these cock rings his whole life. He couldn't ever get it fucking up when it came to sex. And I don't know, this guy was, I was so horny for him. It was such a dysfunctional relationship. Those really dysfunctional pulls you have, they're yeah. always like the best fucking sex ever. So I was like, put it in <laughs> soft. I don't fucking care. Like seriously, he would put in a limp dick and I would come in two seconds because I was like wet from, from him. And because he was just a narcissistic douchebag, whatever it was. It was just a bad thing, but I was so horny for it, right? And so because yeah. I had that dysfunctional pull to him and I was so horny for him, I never gave a fuck. I never said one thing about his limp dick. I was never like, why doesn't it get hard? What's going on? And, and, and. I was like, put it in soft and I would come. And the more I fucked him like that, the more that problem went away. And let me tell you, I realized why he had that problem because later on after he was so into fucking me and his dick had no problem, he was horrified. He hated the control his dick had over him. Do you understand? There is something with sex. Wow. It can be mental. This guy was a real smart guy there was something about that control that he hated and that's why he had that getting it up problem because once he was really into me and he wanted to fuck me all the time and his dick was working he was horrified by it he couldn't control his (laughs) sort of desires and that's why he had his problem to begin with but the whole point is that I, i never talked about it when i think sometimes 
talking about an issue and bringing it up, whether it's like looking at a, a limp dick and saying, why is it not getting hard? You don't like me. But like, it's the worst thing you could do because if it is a mental <laughs> thing, it's only going to make that person go more in their head because I never yeah. brought it up to that guy and never said one thing about it. It just went away. Like you got to stop fucking talk, talking about this problem, but there still are other things that maybe you could talk about. And this is where I'm a little confused. Cause I'm like, have you had the conversation of, are you depressed? That would be like, there's, it could be physical. It could be mental, right? You said it happened yeah. after he left his wife, when he had kids and growing up, he was always able to come and get hard and everything was cur fine. Correct. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Sort of speak, yeah. Like, for sure, getting hard and staying hard was always an issue. The coming, he says, was always like, delayed so he says he's always been like this has always been an, it's always it's just it's gotten worse over time you know he okay. blames it and in in to your question about asking if he's depressed i have asked them because he's had two major relationships that failed right yeah. so for yeah, sure yeah, that yeah. takes a toll mm -hmm. and his last girlfriend she they were together for a long time to, girl like he was madly in love and she actually turned into becoming a lesbian so that takes an ego, like for me, and we talked about it in the first year of our relationship, I'm like, it kind of makes a man feel almost not manly when a woman leaves you for another woman, right? Like it makes, it can make, it could make you feel like, what, am I not good enough that she leaves me for a woman? But I said, I go, when a woman leaves a man for a woman, it's not because you're not doing your job or you're not performing. I go, she always had the desire to probably be with a woman it's just she probably was like you know hiding it or had it she has her own kids and she has her own family and maybe it's religion i know but you have to understand that sometimes your brain can understand those kind of factual things but it still doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you're saying yeah. to him you're not going to change the way he feels about that just like no matter what it even though your brain knows that oh he's not getting hard for me and he's not coming and has nothing to do with me it still bothers you right it doesn't matter those yeah. kind of facts we all know that that's true but it doesn't take away from yeah. the fact that that could have like psychologically fucked him up I call them dickless divorcees okay like I always talk about like <laughs> these poor guys I don't know I know a lot of guys after a divorce they come out like they have no dick no game no nothing and a lot of times there could be like that kind of a, a depression like I said they lose their game I don't know how bad his divorce was because he was married right with the first woman before this girlfriend no they weren't married but they were together for 19 years and they had kids together and everything and then they yeah. ended I mean yeah. you don't know what happened in that relationship or maybe you do but you know those kinds of things yeah. are traumatizing especially for a guy like him I mean he sounds like he's not a player he sounds like he's a real relationship guy it sounds like he probably hangs his oh, hat yeah wherever he is and he's really super loyal and he wants it to work. And, and so for that person, it's devastating when things don't, especially if you had kids and stuff, he's with someone for 19 years and then he gets another girl and she leaves him. So, 
he would he doesn't yeah. he would just do well with a regular therapist okay just talking some yeah. shit out he would also do really well maybe going to a real doctor someone to talk about his ejaculation maybe their issues maybe it's not I don't know I feel like there's people listening to this episode right now that are like screaming at us like no you don't understand this or that and maybe somebody <laughs> yeah. knows the answer to these problems right I don't I always say yeah. I give unprofessional advice but I'm hoping that I put this out and other people will come forward and say hey I'm dealing with the same thing or hey I was and this is how I fix it or hey I'm a doctor and this is the fucking deal we don't know but yeah. this is a great conversation because I think that there will be other people relating whether it's the woman that is in the this the situation with you or the man that has the issues that he does but it could be like I said mental but you might have to stop talking about it so much I mean why is he not open to any kind of therapy well because he's a man's man right he's very much like he's a macho guy he I know, but does the macho guy feel great that he can't come? I mean, know thyself is like my is my favorite, you know, saying. And it's like for the macho guy, you would think if he's a real macho guy and wants to really be a real macho guy, he would should want to fix his problems because that's not like that might be like a problem if you're a macho man that can't come. It's like, where's the macho in that? He's not like being honest with himself, I feel like. Well, that's the problem, right? He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't, it has to come from him. Like I can say it as much as I want, but it's not me that has to, 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 to do it. Like I'll go to, I went to see a sexologist because I wanted to fix my problem. You know what I mean? And now it changed my life. Yeah. You're perfect for him. Cause you're like been there, done that. You, you were like the female version of him. I mean, I just feel like you're so relatable. And the fact that you guys met up is so perfect on some level five years from now, yeah. you'll realize that maybe you're going to change his life because you're going to teach him what changed your life, which was letting go of some part of you and opening up sexually and really getting in touch with whatever that was that you weren't in touch with for him. Maybe yeah. it's the old him. Maybe it's another part of him. Who knows? But he's got to figure that out because it is a, a thing. And if he knows and you're bringing it up all the time, doesn't he want to do it for you if not himself? Yeah. And I think it's the thing is, is I know he knows that it's a validation for me. Like for sure, it's it's something that I want. And for him, he, his thing that he always tells me when he doesn't come mm -hmm. and we've had sex over and over again, he's babe, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like every, every time we do it, I'm it's better and better each time. So he says the right things. He's, he's constantly like complimenting me and making me feel like so sexy and beautiful, but I get it and I appreciate it, but I'm like, I still want the fucking cum. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Give me the cum. Yeah, 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 but maybe you have to do, you have to do a, like you're going to have to try a bunch of different things. I say the first thing you try is to shut the fuck up about it for three or four months. Like seriously, just fuck the shit out yeah, of them. I agree. Do all your nasty, dirty stuff. Getting in, get into the role playing that you want to get into. Squirt all over him all the fucking time. Let him fuck you in the ass like at least once a month. And don't <laughs> say one thing about him not coming. Do it four to six months. Like really commit to it. You know what I mean? You have to really go yeah. against your natural instinct. You're doing this for him, but you're also doing it for you in the long term. There was once this great book. It was called The Road Less Traveled. The first line of it was like, life is difficult. And that's like the truth. When so many people give up 
uh, future gratification for instant gratification. We all want what we want now, right? We don't want to suffer and hold out to get the, the future gratification. But the future gratification is the real deal. Go through four to six months of not saying anything and not catering to that part of you that needs his validation or whatever it is that you need that quick fix to just let your insecurities out and talk to him. Put that aside to torture yourself. Whatever you have to do, don't do it. Because the future yeah. gratification is maybe that fixes this issue. You said it has been getting better. He did get over his getting it up issues with you hopefully the ejaculation stuff will change like i said he does he has come but it's like far in between you know what i mean like it's give me the give me the like the stats of how much he comes we can't talk about the anal because anal is like exceptional right so now he's come all of a sudden three times in the last since we've done this day which let's say three weeks right so this is way this is not normal this is like first for us so before that i I would say maybe two months Mm -hmm. honestly so it it gives her give or take like two months then maybe four months like I think the longest it was maybe like six months that he didn't come mm-hmm. and but like I you're kind of right in what you said about not talking about it because I do find that like when we don't speak about it or make comments then it's kind of a little bit more easy breezy kind of thing and there's no I don't want to like stress on trying to perform and to have a release so it does work but I know at the same time he it's not always me too he's also thinking about it too like I can tell that he's thinking and he's processing it when he's fucking me like I can see him like overthinking let me ask you this does he take any kind of medication no he just drinks a lot and smokes a lot oh weed weed cigarettes yeah no, alcohol. Sick. He he drinks a daily, all the time, all the time. Oh God, this is he's fucking numbed out. He's that, got see, issues. That's, that's what I. See. Yeah, he's numbed out. Yeah, I think he's. I think he. I think. That, and listen, nobody needs to drink and smoke weed every single day. Okay, I, I, unless they're not happy in reality. Sorry, Kathy. Not smoking weed is like on the weekend. Sorry, the drinking is every day. Not how much weed, drinking every day. I would say because he drinks hard alcohol, so maybe he doesn't like. Let's put in like a Coke bottle, so we'll gauge it. Maybe two to three a day. Of what? Two to three of what? Coke bottles full of what? Beer or whiskey? No, like hard alcohol. Let's Every say rum day or vodka. Every day. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, sorry. Sorry. Do you know something? Do you know the term whiskey dick? Oh my God, you wasted my time. Why didn't you no, say this fact it? since the beginning? You're wasting my time going to all these other cures, okay? He's like, got whiskey dick. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. You <laughs> you tell him, I'm going to, no, no, no. This is the deal you make with whiskey dick here. You tell him, listen, you stop drinking for three months and I'll stop talking about the fact that you can't come, okay? And let's see if this cures the problem. He needs to do something here too. <laughs> I mean, do you know that there's like a thing called whiskey dick? And that means like when guys get too drunk, they can't fuck. It's a common problem. No, but this is the thing, Kathy. Like, he's not a drunk. Like, he's not a drunk. Like, he's a controlled. I swear to God, Kathy. Like, he's not an alcoholic. He's drinking three Coke bottles full of whiskey a day. Small ones. 
Yeah, like the 500 um, uh, milliliters. How many glasses? Okay, stop with the Coke bottle. How many glasses of whiskey does he drink every day? Well, it's not whiskey. It's rum or vodka. Okay, whatever. Vodka, rum. There's no mixers in there. It's just straight up. Is it straight up? No, with Coke. Okay, with Coke, Coke or okay. Seven up or something. Okay, how many of those <laughs> a day? Bad. Stop. How many of those a day or is he fucking drinking? It, well, if you want it for glasses, I would say, let's say six glasses if we're looking at glasses. Oh my God, people are laughing hysterically at you right now. And if anyone isn't on my side, drunk. you're a moron. You're as dumb as Missy. You're not, he's no. not a drunk. Yeah, he might not seem drunk no. to you. Okay, it doesn't matter. Why, who needs to drink six glasses of hard alcohol every day on the daily? Well, the people uh, that are listening have to know that it's the bottles. You don't want to know in the bottle standards. So whatever the bottle standards are of 500 milliliters, that's the glasses. I'm assuming it's two glasses is 500 milliliters, right? I'm assuming. I don't Maybe know. It's three, I mean, I, what is he drinking? He puts it in a Coke bottle. I mean, why can't you just live? What does he drink? Yeah. Out of? He drinks it out of a Coke bottle. So he takes, let's say the, let's say a Coca-Cola bottle that you get at the the corner store. Yeah. He takes a sip of the Coke, mm-hmm. takes a sip, and then he puts some vodka or rum or something in it, shakes it, and then he drinks it. He'll have two or three of those Coke bottles <laughs> in a day. Oh, my God. But he's, he's not, not alcoholic. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, he is. 100%. <laughs> that guy is, like, numbing himself a little bit. What do you think? A, a alcoholic is someone that's slurring on the side of the street and drooling in a puddle and b- b- bumping into walls? Yeah, some alcoholics are that way. But some alcoholics are just drink, have to drink five gl- things of hard alcohol every day on the daily. And then on the weekends, on top of it, he's smoking weed. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's it. I call him a controlled alcoholic no it's called functioning it's called functioning function you're calling yeah that's the you. correct word functioning alcoholic doesn't matter functioning not functioning doesn't matter okay he's, he's got <laughs> he, he should stop drinking i don't care well. i don't care i used to go to work and, and puke in between clients okay i don't I haven't drank since i'm 34 oh, doesn't matter i never was late for work i never took off of work i never no one thought it and i didn't and i didn't even drink every day and i was able to recognize i mean this guy is drinking every day he's putting shit in his bottle if i that is a problem that's a that's a there's a reason for that what's so bad if he took away all that alcohol right because think about what alcohol does I mean it's very powerful I'm sorry but it's sometimes like some I have a friend who dates like a weed head and he does smoke weed every single day and sometimes she calls me up and she's just like oh my god this guy said this and that and I'm like you know what do yourself a favor smoke a big fatty joint right now get totally high and then realize that this is where he's at when you're talking to him. When you're talking to him at four o'clock in the daytime and you're like just got off of work and you're feeling normal and you're in reality, you are talking to someone who's completely stoned and maybe you forget what that's like. So smoke up, get high and realize that you are trying to talk Chinese to someone that doesn't talk Chinese. This guy is on another planet. You're, go drink the amount of, do half of what he drinks a day. Drink that every day for a whole month and you tell me if you could squirt, okay? You're not going to be able to. You're going to be numbed out. Alcohol numbs you. Seriously, it does. That's why you can't come. Stop drinking. Well, for sure, I think over the years by doing it, let's say he's been doing it for 15 years now, the amount, because he's only started drinking like that since his separation, right? So for sure. Since his separation. 
since the separation. Since the separation. Yeah. So what does that tell you? So, he yeah. got depressed. Okay. He's a macho guy. This is very common. Okay. This is what it's about. People like being an alcoholic, a sexaholic, a Jesusholic. I mean, you could get addicted to anything. It's anything that takes you away from feeling anything bad, right? Some people just cannot yeah. feel something bad because it's so intense, especially a guy like him who thinks a lot. I'm that personality type. So for me, any kind of bad feeling was an emergency. Get rid of it. Do something, anything you can to get away. Run for the hills because no one wants to feel vulnerable. It's a weak, terrible thing, especially a macho man. He gets divorced, separated, 19 years. He's devastated, but he doesn't want to be devastated. So what happens? You know what takes away devastation? Six glasses of vodka a day. And he's never had to deal with it. He's never had to. It just shoved it under the rug. And you know what that is? Under that rug is all of his cum, okay? It's all underneath the rug. And it's never coming out unless you let him fuck you in the ass every day. He has, <laughs> he is drinking too much. He has, he's depressed. He got depressed. He solved the problem of being depressed by drinking. Then he got used to it. And now it's a habit. And now he can't stop. And it's causing all these problems. And it's causing problems in his relationship. I mean, you wouldn't be calling into my show if this wasn't an issue and it's bullshit right. because it is affecting you right so for himself for sure. he's got to do it and also for his relationship you have to have a serious talk right. with him about his alcohol and you need to read up about issues with alcohol maybe you don't want to call him an alcoholic people are so afraid to use that word who cares he's something he's got a problem he doesn't need to be drinking that much every day that's the reason no. why he can't he, come yeah and he knows i tell him drinking between two and three bottles of your vodka Coke mix every day. Oh my God. It's crazy. But for him, he's able to function. You know Doesn't I mean? matter. But that's a, you, uh, there was this really great woman, Elizabeth Vargas. She was like a ABC news correspondent. She was so amazing. She came on and really told her story about being an alcoholic. And most of the time, people can function, and t tons of people do. Hard alcoholics and people that have issues are hardcore maniacs. They could do anything they want to do. Okay, it's not a weak person goes and does that. Okay, <laughs> alcoholics are fucking cool people. But let me just tell you, it, it, it doesn't matter that you're functioning. A lot of people are that way. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything that he goes to work every day and he walks around. I mean, he's half cocked out of his mind. How does he drive like that? If he got stopped by a cop, well, like and they, I, I mean, does he stink like alcohol all day long? There's no way he doesn't no, smell. Because like I, no, because like I said, it's not, it's not like he's drinking like straight up vodka or rum. He's mixing it's it even with weirder. The fact that he's put, yeah, he's mixing it because he needs to drink all day long and he doesn't want anyone to know. It's an undercover drink. I see that work. People think he's drinking a Coke, but he's drinking alcohol. That's fucked up. That's not functioning. Yeah, not mean, living a lie. Sorry, does he work for somebody else? Yes, he does. Yeah, I mean, if my worker who worked for me was coming in every day and I saw them drinking a, 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 a bottle of Coke every day and I eventually found out that that person was putting vodka and rum and shit in there, I, I would have a problem. That's a problem. That's a fucking problem. And he knows that any grown adult knows that you can't go to work drinking. That's why he's putting in a Coke bottle. I mean, if he thought it was fine, he'd just be drink bringing the vodka out. It'd be on his desk at work and pour it up. This is fine. He knows it's not fine. That's why he puts it in the Coke can. So why are you doing something that you know is not right? Something's wrong there. Therein lies your problem. I, I, it's, I mean, come on. It's so obvious. No, I get it. No, for sure. I don't think you get it. For sure. I, because listen, you, so you're so lucky you're not an addict. So you don't understand the addict brain. I am. Go listen to my episode where I quit drinking. Okay. I quit drinking when I was 34 okay. and haven't drank sex since. 
But it's not a coincidence that this started after he got out of his relationship. Like I said, it started as a way of dealing with his issues so he didn't have to deal with them. It was probably very overwhelming how terrible he felt. And like I said, a little vodka yeah. goes a long way. So does weed. No, for sure. That's why some people smoke weed every day of their whole life because it, it takes it away. Takes it a fucking way. Yeah. But it, there's not no consequences. Look at the consequences that he has. He really needs therapy. I don't care what kind of a macho man he is. The, the truth about his alcohol use, like over time, he might eventually start becoming unfunctional. I mean, that's what happened to me. Like eventually it catches up to you. I'm sorry. It's not. Oh, really? Yes. How long has he been divorced or broken up? I would say like maybe 10 years. Yeah. Well, call me in five years from now. I'm just saying this is like a real problem. Like he should try to quit. I I don't know. Do you get really drunk when you're fucking him ever? Do you guys drink? I've never... I hate drinking. I'm like, I'll drink like one drink and I'm like, I'm like, right, but I mean, yeah. it, but drink, like I said, half of what he did drink and see if you, how long it takes you to orgasm. It's going to take longer. It's definitely going to yeah. take longer because it kind of numbs you out. It takes you someplace else. He's doing it for a reason. Like, why else would he be drinking alcohol every day? Why? Why? Seriously, if it's not to avoid something and if it's not for some sort of reason that I'm saying, why would he be putting it in his drink and you don't? Like, why? Can you tell me that? Well, the only I've asked a question because I've grown up with a father that does the exact same thing. Oh, and his oh seriously, oh I God. swear to God, I'm not even. Wait, you know, of King course, Kathy. I do. What do you mean? I'm laughing because that just makes sense. That's I'm not laughing because that's so absurd. <laughs> you the no, no, this is so, your dad. You're so, dating your dad. <laughs> No, don't say that. You. It's okay. Remember that guy I told you that couldn't get it up? He was my father. Okay, that's why I was so horny for him. I said, no, I'm really serious. We all date our parents. That's how we get over our issues with them. So tell me about your dad. Go ahead. No, no, no I, we're not talking about my dad, but my, my dad did the same thing, right? But with him, with my boyfriend, I asked him, I'm like, really, why is life thing, so but... bad? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's so bad that you have to drink. And he's, his thing is, he's like, no, he's like, I work a hard day because he works a very physical job. So he's like, I I just like to come home and have a drink. So some days he'll have one, some days he'll have two, some days he'll have three. So is it, it's but it's, so he's like, not drinking wanna... at work. Yeah, he is. Okay. So listen, you can't believe him. He's not in, he's no, no addict like when they're in their functioning behavior sees the forest from the trees he's in it you can't you can't believe what he says to you and and listen he's not lying to you he it's not like he knows the truth and he's manipulating you and lying to you just to get you to not think he's an alcoholic he doesn't get it yet that he hasn't hit his bottom he doesn't realize and doesn't want to realize because if you realize it then you have to do something about it and that point in anyone's life is horrifying Because that means giving it all up and going through the pain of like reality and all that other stuff. I went through it. I went through that whole journey. I get why people hold on to their six drinks a day, okay? Because going through quitting that and getting back to reality and becoming your full self and dealing with your issues and sweeping everything out from under the rug and cleaning up your house takes time, but it changes your life for the better. This guy is, he's got a a problem. He's got an alcohol problem. No alcoholic says I do it because I can't handle my emotions and I feel so terrible and drinking (laughs) makes me happy. Nobody (laughs) says that. They all say exactly what he tells you uh, for this or that, or I just like it. They're not going to tell you the truth because they don't know the truth. Yeah. If they knew the truth, they wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. If they're happy with themselves, but 
I don't know. It's honestly, like I said, it's it's a flip because I see that he's super happy, but then oh you know God. he always is going. Yeah, okay. Nah. Well, yeah, he's super yeah. happy. I'd be super happy too if I was drinking vodka every day, ten times a day. He's. Not, <laughs> I, I, I think alcohol does sort of create a little bit of a buzz and does change a scenario and does add a sort of feeling to your day or your night or your date or your whatever that feels fucking good. It's a high. It gives you a fucking high. He's fucking high. And on the weekends, he adds weed and he gets even higher. So, of course, he's quote unquote happy. Is he really happy? I personally don't think so. Maybe other people are screaming at the podcast like you're wrong, Kathy, blah, blah, blah. But the people that are saying that are probably weed heads, alcoholics. Okay, I'm sorry. So many people are escaping reality on a daily basis because nobody wants to feel anything but good or happy. People think it's like a terrible thing. I'm going to tell you, feeling every emotion is happiness. That's where you feel the best. Living in reality. Reality is great. If you're not used to dealing with it, it's a, a scary thing. And this is a guy that has issues. And your dad had the same issues. And it's not it's not a coincidence that you'd wind up here with this guy dealing with the same thing. So I, I say go there. Go to the drinking. Yeah. Shut the fuck up about him not yeah. coming. Just fuck him. Get him a thing. But I don't know. Maybe look into seeing if he's open to maybe not drinking. If he doesn't have a problem, just don't drink for a week. Could he do that? Could he try not to drink for one month? I mean, I tried all those kinds of things. It's a test. You could do it. I used to do it like, oh, I won't drink this and I won't drink that. And you try a lot of different things, but you always wind up back. But I would, I mean, that's your guy's real issue. And you're, you're, to me, you're dating somebody that has issues and is checking out a lot of the time so you're gonna have to deal with that the way that you deal with it going back to the sex thing I would try not to talk about it or have him go to a doctor it just sounds and 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 this is very typical to me of of someone who's just using alcohol to solve their problems like he doesn't want to do anything to solve his problems he already solved it right he just pours a little in coke bottle shakes it up drinks it you tell him therapy go to a doctor like he doesn't want to do any of that stuff that stuff is like the work but eventually maybe he has to know that like this is what you want in a relationship can you see yourself 10 years from now with this guy and never see come again in your life well that's the thing (laughs) what is the thing what is the answer to that honestly at this point like the sex is really good and Mm -hmm. i do love him Uh uh-huh but at the same time i do need the come i do need the validation but at the same time Am I willing to give up like the best sex of my life just for liquid? I mean, it's a good question. I don't, I can't answer that right now because I honestly, I'm like, I'm in my cloud nine. I'm in like the best time of my life right now. Mm-hmm. And I do see the the good in what he has. Yeah. And, but yeah, I mean... Well, listen, just because we wind up with our parents doesn't mean that we have to leave our parents. There's something really magical about winding up with someone who is kind of like your parents and rewriting that history. In 10 years from now, if you could get that guy to quit drinking, it's that little girl that helped their father. And there's nothing there's something beautiful about that. So I don't necessarily believe that you have to leave this person. But if you can't change him, you have to change yourself. And so maybe for right now, because the sex is great And because you know that he has this issue and he's not interested in doing anything to fix it, 
then you have to decide that maybe you need to reframe sex with him and know that sex is because sex is great with you guys. Like you said, it feels good. It's great. And who cares if he comes? You got to let go of it Yeah. for now. Just let go. Yeah. Um, and it is what it is just to enjoy the moment. And and you are enjoying it. You said it's like the best sex you ever had in your whole it life. Is 100%. Yeah, I think that the, and that's I'm great. Or, I'm having normal orgasm and my squirting. So the t- combined is crazy, which is out of this world. So, I mean, at least I'm getting off. So at least one of us is getting off. And that's what's important. Yeah, and work on the, the people pleaser in you, the giver in you. This is a guy that's really showing you. Just take, just be take you you didn't take your whole life you just sat there and gave blowjobs and you swallowed jizz your whole life just be like kind of (laughs) reframe it and be like oh thank god i don't have to do any of that shit anymore you don't have to worry about getting pregnant you don't have to swallow jizz try to reframe it in a way that works for you because you are having fun if you take away your sort of need to have him come to make some part of you feel okay let go of it just let go of it that's you have the power to do that in you it's not like you you can orgasm you could orgasm for the first time in your life yeah so enjoy every moment yeah and forget about the coming and stop talking to him about it and stop because you're 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 talking about it you're bringing it up let go of it yourself you know what i mean with him and for you yeah no you're right i love this conversation I don't know. You don't agree with me. You don't even think your guy has an alcohol problem, but I do. But I love this conversation. <laughs> and I love, I, I love, love to hear what the people have yes, to say. Yes, me too. Listen, a lot of times on like YouTube or even on my Patreon, when people comment and I go after them, I don't agree. Well, while people will be like, oh, you can't get, you can't handle it. I'm like, no, I love a good debate. I love an episode like this that is going to have uh, people seeing both sides of things. People saying you're fucking wrong, well, Kathy, or blah, blah, blah. But I love a debate, so I debate back. Some people have a problem with that, but what's the problem with that? I love a good debate. I love that I think some people are going to agree with me, some people aren't. But the drinking is still an issue. I don't care. If he was coming all the time, I'd still say, you, I mean, I'd still say you are with an alcoholic and he needs to stop drinking uh, for sure. And the fact that your dad was the same way is like you're, tra- you're kind of rewriting history. So you should deal with that. So I just think that we're going to hear a lot of different things, which I love. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I hope. Me too. And I love this conversation. I'm so glad that you wrote in. Seriously. And keep me posted. I'm so glad too. I want to know six will, months I'll from definitely. now. And what happens to you? Listen, I think what, what would be really interesting is just for you, forget about him, right? Just for yeah. you, if you stop talking about it and you reframe it and you let go of the need for him to come and just enjoy that pleasure without having to worry about that, who are you six months from now? Like maybe you're even more empowered and more horny and more everything. And what does that do for you? Like I said, you could only change yourself. You can't change him. And that's something you have control over and you could do it. So let go of that. Yeah. And six months from now, tell me, email me and say I haven't talked about it I don't care anymore and this is how I feel or tell me something else I don't know but keep me posted okay please <laughs> I will 200% oh my god I love it I I'm so glad you wrote in I love stuff like this thank you so much for calling in uh, Missy 
and sharing Thank your story. You. It was such a pleasure. Yeah. Now, yes. do you want to? I don't know if you want to. I have a Patreon. I forgot. I have a Patreon where mostly the females send me an anonymous hot pics of themselves. Nothing like X-rated or anything. And just so you know, also, because you called in, I'll give you free access to my Discord and you could go in there and talk to people. And there's like over 1,900 people there. By the time you get on, there'll be like over 2,000. Nice. And people might help you. You know what I mean? You're going to find people there that might have a lot of solutions for you. I will give you free access to my Discord and you could go in and say, hey, this is Missy and talk to people and stuff. But do you want to send in like an anonymous pics? For sure. hundred percent. I'll do it. All right. Awesome. Send me some anonymous pics for my patient. Send me those sooner than later. This will definitely be up soon. So uh, send them, like I said, ASAP. And thanks so much for calling in. This was fascinating. And good luck with everything. It was a pleasure, Kathy. Awesome. Thank you. Take care. Bye, Missy. Bye. Bye. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. 
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.